happy Friday. If this is your first listen to the Women Lynn podcast, my name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization dedicated to uplifting and empowerment through support and networking. Uh, we do so many different things like weekly group community service, financial podcasts like this one, webinars, seminars, workshops. We have a mentoring program. You name it, we basically have it. Um, as you all know, this is a one-stop shop empowerment for women. So if you want to find out more information about us, you can visit our website at womenlynn.org or you can follow us on Instagram at, at Women of Lynn or on Twitter at, at Women of Lynn. So if it's your first ever listen to our podcast, then I do updates in the beginning of every single episode. And I just have a few for you ladies. Um, by the time this episode drops, the next day I will be hosting our fifth ever sold out workshop. Um, it's crazy that every single workshop that we've had, we've been selling out and quickly to say the least. And I just want to thank you ladies so much for, you know, spreading, you know, positive things about womanhood throughout the DMV area, not even just this area, but across the country. We've had we've been able to build following through different states just from people reposting our stuff, um, talking about it with their friends, you know, sharing our website, just different things like that goes a super long way. So I just want to thank you, ladies, so much for always showing us love and support with anything that we drop. So thank you so much for that. Um, on Sunday, we'll be having our first ever annual breast cancer awareness pink walk um, and pink balloon release. So if you haven't already gotten your RSVP, you can go ahead and do that on Eventbrite or women.org slash campaigns. Um, we have the amazing opportunity to partner with five other women-owned businesses and brands here in the DV area. Um, we have Queens of Queen. We have Naomi Health Fitness. We have Antoinette Dell, and so many more brands. So if you haven't already gotten your RSVP, please do that ASAP. If you don't, you'll regret it sadly. But outside of that, um, as you ladies may already have seen, uh, we announced in our Instagram that we now have segments in the beginning of every single episode and we have women to watch of the week and hashtag acts to money. Um, I wanted to have these segments because I've noticed that our podcast has been getting a little bit of pickup and a lot of people has, have been asking me to do you know different things throughout our episodes because everybody loves the topic but at the same time, you guys love our Q&A based episodes. You guys love getting advice from me and just different things. So I wanted to implement different things into our podcast to be able to do that. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with Women to Watch of the Week. Um, and we have Asia Barnes. Um, she is the founder of community-based organization, The Hope to Help Project. And Women Flynn actually spotlighted her not too long ago on our website. And we had the amazing opportunity to interview her um, just to spotlight everything she does um, throughout the community. And she has such an amazing brand. Um, she is also a full-time student at Bowie State University. And she's always, you know, finding new ways to help the community. And I also saw her post on Instagram not too long ago. Um, she's hosting this event called Black Girls Do Therapy, I think. And just the title in itself makes you think like, oh my God, like what is this going to be about? It's going to be amazing. Like I already know. And it literally sold out, I think within a couple hours. So shout out to you, Asia. You're such an inspiration for so many girls here in the DMV. And keep doing what you're doing because we love you and we support you. Um, outside of that, we have ha hashtag Axtamani. Um, and I get this question so much, whether it's at events, whether it's me collaborating with another business owner, whether it's me in a meeting, I always get this question. So I was like, this would be the perfect question to start off this new segment. <laughs> so it was, how do you balance being a student work and your businesses? So literally, literally, I balance all three by time slots 
And when I say this, people are like, time slots, like what? Like literally, if you don't plan your day out to the T, like hour by hour, you will get lost. Well, I can only speak for me. For instance, if I know I have class from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., then I have to plan my work schedule around that. I have to plan my business prep around that. I have to plan my posts around that. I have to plan my content around that, my social life, and so on and so forth. And I also, it may sound crazy, I do plan personal time within my to-do list. Um, A lot of people think to-do lists are just for assignments or they're for work or there for business. No, it's okay to block out some time in your schedule for personal time. It's okay to block out some um, time in your schedule for socializing and so on and so forth. So if you don't already do this, try to implement time slots. Even if it's just going into your, your calendar on your phone and just planning out your day, just try it for one day and DM me um, and let me know how it goes. Because once I started doing this, I noticed longevity, um, not only just with my brand, but anything I was a part of and anything that I was doing, I noticed myself being more attentive and more focused, if that makes sense. So that wraps up both of our new segments, Women to Watch of the Week and Hashtag Ask Tamani. I hope you guys loved it. Um, if you guys have a question for me or you want to nominate a Woman to Watch of the Week, she doesn't have to be from here, you know, in the DMV area. She can be from another state or, you know, somewhere else out the country. Just let me know, DM me or email me at womenwomenwomen at gmail.com and we will be sure to try and spotlight them. So... With that being said, we can go ahead and jump jump right into the topic of this week, which is it's okay to fail. And a lot of you guys probably looked at this title like, what? It's okay to fail? No, it's not. Um, I wanted to have this episode because I feel like a lot of people, you know, advertise their accomplishments and never talk about their failures. Not saying that you have to talk about your failures, but of course, social media kind of makes it seem like, oh, well, everybody's winning. You know, you have to remember that, you know, People go through things on a day-to-day basis. You don't have to advertise your failures all the time, but don't don't think that people don't go through things. Um, I wanted this episode to be a beacon of hope to somebody that may be feeling stagnant, somebody that may be feeling like they're just in a season of downtime and a season of failure. And I just want to let you know that everybody goes through it. You know, it's so like literally you could a, a person could post an event one day and then have a low the same day. And that happens to me all the time. And people are always asking me, you know, you're always doing this. You're always doing that. You know, how do you feel? And li- literally like we have a lot of failures as business owners, but who's going to who's gonna advertise that? Who's going to talk about that? So I wanted this episode to be just about that. And you ladies already know I have the best girl bosses ever on our podcast, whether they're from here or they're Florida or they're in Atlanta or they're from Cali, wherever. I always have the best of best on every single episode. Um... And this person, we have been in passing um, plenty of times, and Wimbledon also had the amazing opportunity to interview her uh, previously for a Woman of the Week Spotlight um, for our blog section of our um, brand, and I'm just so happy to have her here with us today. So please welcome Joey, aka The Golden Nug, everybody. Hello. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Thank How you. are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> so tell the girls a little bit about you. Who is Joey? What does she do? You know, tell us about your brand. Okay, so my name is Joey, um, also known as the Golden Nug Makeup Artist. And I'm a freelance makeup artist here in D.C., as you already heard. Um, I would say my brand is really focusing on the better 
empowerment of um, women, not, not just women, but, you know, women, men, you know, all shapes, all sizes who are in the area or just global and really uh, helping them feel empowered through my work. Um, that's my main goal at the end of the day with every client that I ever have. Um, and, you know, just making people, like, have their inner glow shine through, you know? So that's what I do. Um, I've been working for about, I would say, five years now as a professional makeup artist. And it's my passion. It's what I love to do. Yeah, so when did you know for a certain, like, okay, I have to do make- makeup artistry, this is what I love to do, I have to make this into a brand and a business? When was when was that realization for you? Um, so I've always been, like, the artistic child. I have really artsy, I would say creative family. Um, so I knew for a fact that whatever I wanted to do as a career, I wanted it to be in a creative space, in a creative realm. Um, and I knew that I wanted to be able to give back to others in some sort of way. So when I started actually getting really good with makeup, I would say not just on myself, but on others and just practicing, I was like, you know what? Like I'm bomb at this. This is like, and I can make a living off of this, you know, my personality, and off of my craft and um, creativity. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And it really makes me happy day to day to do it. And, you know, you always, whatever you do in life, whatever job you have in your field of work is, you want to be able to enjoy it. So this is my passion. It's what I enjoy. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Yes. And y'all, if you guys go to her Instagram page, which she she will share at the end of our episode, if you go to her Instagram page, you will be able to see all of the amazing looks that she does. Her work constantly goes viral. Um, And she also does a lot of concept type looks um, that you will also be able to see on her page as well. Um, With that being said, what inspired you to start creating concept type looks that you, you know, that you now do with the team? Well, I love pulling and drawing from things that you know make me feel Mm -hmm. whether it's good bad you know happy sad nostalgic all that so um I would say I also like to pull from things that are very colorful very meaningful you know have some sort of meaning behind it Mm -hmm. Um, and some people may not know, like looking at some of the concept that I have done and my team has done, they may not think, you know, there's like a deeper meaning behind them, but there's a deep meaning behind everything we do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what I really love to pull from, you know, makeup artistry. It's not just, um, you know, slapping products on faces or anything like that. Like it truly is an art form. Mm -hmm. So being able to showed that art form through concepts and making people think and feel things is just amazing so I love I love conceptual shoots and work and all of that yes so if you guys um, haven't already seen, um, through her doing a lot of concept type looks um, with her team she has gotten pulled from what's his name? What's his he directed name? Us? 
Yes, Jordan. Jordan Peele. Yes, she's gotten pulled from Jordan Peele. Um, they just did a Cheetah Girls um reboot type look. Um, yes. they've done a whole bunch of different concepts that have gotten a lot of pickup. What was your first big memory of accomplishment while being an MUA outside of your concept looks? Um, whether it's from PR lists, collaborations, so on and so forth. What was your biggest memory? Like, oh my god, like this is it. Um. I would say when brands first started reaching out to me. So I would say the first brand that reached out to me was Nola Skin Essentials. And that was like, they're a skincare brand, basically. Yeah. Black owned, woman owned. They're amazing. And they reached out to me when they first started too, which was about, I say, the beginning of my sophomore year of college. So that was two to three years ago. And um, I was like, oh, wow, people actually like want to work with me and, <laughs> and send me things. And, you know, I can make money off of being an influencer and all types of stuff. And I was like, OK, this is really exciting. And people actually like believe in me and love what I do. So that was the first company I ever worked with. And then slowly um, other indie brands started reaching out to me. Like when I started working with um, IEL and Co, I used to work with them. Um, there is also an indie brand called Ava Beauty, and they make amazing highlighters for all skin tones, um, lippies. They now have a palette out. They're amazing too. Shout out to Francisca. And you know that was when I was like, okay, I'm I'm really doing something out here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then. There was this moment, and um, it was, I would say it was recent, not really, but it was recent. Um, my last birthday, which was almost a year ago, that was when Milani reached out to me, and it was on my birthday. And Milani? Yes, Milani Cosmetics. Ooh. And I was in Chick-fil-A drive-thru, <laughs> and I just got an email from them, you know, saying we would love to, you know, send you stuff have you on our PR team, PR list, all that stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is the brand that I got my first lipstick from. Oh, wow. In high school. And now, you know, come full circle. Now I'm working with them. So that was, like, totally amazing. And then, of course, with Anastasia Beverly Hills as well. Like, that was, I would say, a couple weeks after I saw that on Twitter not too long ago. I was like, oh my God, are you Anastasia? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Congrats and to you. For that. <laughs> no, congr- amazing. congrats to you. Big congrats to you. Um, you so throughout much. your, you know, a whole bunch of success that you've had, have you ever had a point in time where you failed at something or you were just like, oh, you know, like maybe makeup archery isn't for me? Something that has made you question your path. Has there ever been a time where you failed? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that happens all the time, <laughs> especially, especially being a creative. I'm sure a lot of creatives out there can relate to this. Like we have a lot of doubt when it comes to our career and being successful and reaching our goals because it's such a, it's such a slept on career path. I would say. I mean, people are waking up now, you know, getting more into like um, makeup artistry, hairstyle, hairstyling, you know, all types of creative work and actually starting to respect it. 
but we still have our major major doubts like i just i just went through a little um <laughs> little rough patch i would say this past week you know just really like thinking about my future and um where i want to be and how i'm going to get there and you know why why am i not there yet or why wasn't this blessing that i thought was a blessing why wasn't it right for me and you know just having all those questions and overthinking and uh, um you know and that starts to take it starts to drain you and sometimes we have creative blocks as well mm-hmm. so and you literally just can't work until you get your mojo back so yeah i have those moments all the time so what do you time. what do you think about failure like all in itself because failure to me i used to look at it like a super negative thing like oh I, I failed at this oh like I'm not good at this I'm not good enough for this I'm not good enough for this opportunity I would I would always think about the negative things attached to failure now you know after my mindset changed um a while back I look at failure almost as a positive thing although it may sound crazy it, it may sound absolutely crazy but I look at failure now as an opportunity for a lesson as an opportunity to learn from different things because you have to think about it like this if you were just going through life succeeding at every single thing that you touch what are you going to learn what what, like what what's going to be added to your story the story of your life what what makes you different what's your as my mom would say what's your twang okay what what (laughs) makes you what makes you jump out and without failure you can't grow as well so what do you think about failure exact same way um failure is all about learning experiences it's all about growth it's all about you know taking a step back really reevaluating the situation that you're in and moving forward without failure you know like i said you cannot grow exactly um you cannot build off of where you're at so i feel like um everyone needs to go through a failing or a rough patch or some type of experience in that way because and really take it as a positive moment you know of course you can you know feel some type of way feel sad or whatever but really take a step back and reevaluate like okay I could have done this better or maybe this just wasn't for me and there is a blessing coming you know mm-hmm. um yeah everyone needs to have a failure moment I love Failure, I will actually say, I have a love-hate relationship with failure because <laughs> it really makes me think and it, like, almost humbles me, basically. Yes, yes. Takes you down a couple notches. It's like, listen, you need to do X, Y, and Z, or you need to reevaluate X, Y, and Z so you can reach those goals that you have. Or maybe you need to switch some of the goals that you may have. Maybe they're not for you. So, yes. Yeah. Let me let me just share a little story when it comes to <laughs> failure. Let me get real because Joey, I don't know if you listen to our podcast, but this is like the most raw and real that I'll get ever in my life on our podcast. Uh, I'm always super transparent on our podcast cuz I feel like we all go through the same things as women, so why not share and be exactly. transparent? So, um, this was about, I think, a year or two ago when I first started doing speaking engagements. And, (laughs) oh, you know, when something is so funny, you just can't get it out. But anyways, so it was one of my first ever speaking engagements. I will always bring this up. Thank you so much, Curiosity, for having me at your event. It was super life-changing. Thank you for having me. It 
broke a lot of grounds with me being who I am today as a woman. Thank you so much before I get into this, this story. So I did this speaking engagement back in December 2018 and I did great, you know, to say the least, you know, it got a lot of pickup. The video that I posted of me speaking, it got a lot of pickup. I got a lot of bookings off of it and a lot of collaborations. But from those collaborations and those bookings, it made my head super big. Although it was only like five or seven, six, seven events that I got off of it, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start charging. I'm gonna start doing this. This girl okay. has this race. I'm gonna start, yes, I'm popping. This is this is what it's gonna be. No. It was this one event that I wanted to speak at and I just knew I was going to get it. I just knew I put in all my submissions correctly. I put my resume, I put recommendations, so on and so forth. And I was like, and here are my rates. And I know good and well, my rates were too high for where I was in my journey of entrepreneurship. I had just started speaking and I was charging X, Y, and Z. I knew I was so wrong for that. But listen, let me tell you how God works. I just knew up and down I was going to get it. I waited a good three or four days to hear back. And I finally got a call back and they were like, you know, you, you know, your video was amazing. Your submission was amazing, but basically we're going to have to pass in the most professional way possible. They put it to me and I was like, you know, okay, thank you for the opportunity. Hung with the phone. And I was just thinking like, I knew like this, like what they're, they're missing out on me. They're doing this. Like this is the people they chose over me. And that was a way for God to humble me. Like, okay, sis, bring it back 10 notches. Um, okay. You had one one booking that went good doesn't mean you need to get this booking. Um, and I looked at that at that point in time as a, a failure. I looked at that as why didn't I get chosen for this? Why was I not good enough for this? And just like Joey said, sometimes failure is needed to humble you. Okay, yes. never now every single time I get an event or a collaboration, I'm never, you know, pompous with anything. I'm never like cocky with anything because God will take you back down 10, 20 notches to bring you back level headed to where you were before you got that booking, before you got that blessing. Because just as he giveth he will take it away just as you guys (laughs) just as you guys heard so when you guys go through a season of failing or you don't get an opportunity that you thought you were just made for and you just thought you were going to get it's okay think about it as a learning lesson for me I looked at it as a learning lesson I looked at it as an opportunity to boss up and to level up I looked at it as an opportunity for me to humble myself you know and I'm I'm I have no problem saying that you know as you ladies know, I'm always transparent with anything I share on this this episode. So this isn't new information at all. It isn't breaking news. But I want you guys to think about that. You know, if you miss out on the opportunity, ask yourself, okay, what can I do to be better? Don't look at it as, oh, you know, this is super negative. Oh, I don't need to apply to other things. Oh, this I'm exactly. just this isn't for me. You know, keep going. Even if it's mm-hmm. if that's just you know taking a break for a little while. Um, when it comes to creative blocks, sometimes those creative blocks can come after. A a season of failure or a season of um valid um misvalidation um that's where creative creative blocks come from nine times out of ten and just take that time for yourself to figure out ways on how you can level up how you can boss up how you can be a better you and how you can come back even stronger so i just wanted to share that um i don't know why i haven't shared that yet until now because it happened close to a year ago almost two years ago but i want y'all to take it and learn from it okay um i always shout share my l's so they can be you guys w's so take that story and analyze it um, and learn from it as you may. So what are some tips that you can give to the ladies of Lynn listening that may be going through a season of failure? 
Um, I would say first, definitely stay still. Mm. You know, a lot of people, as soon as they fail, they just, I do this too. Um, you know, we overthink, we rush, we're jambled. We're just like, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? Take a breather, stay still. Don't do anything. Okay. Just really just stay in tune with yourself, breathe, and don't even think for a minute. Mm. Um, because people get really stuck in the moment and they end up, you know, sometimes making things worse for themselves. Mm. Um, or, you know, just not moving forward, literally getting stuck. Um, and sometimes I would definitely say we forget about ourselves and our well-being and our mental health and all that. And sometimes when we have failures, that is, I like to think of it as a message from God or whoever your higher being is, or maybe you don't have one, a message from the universe, um, basically telling you like, you need to take care of yourself for a second. Mm-hmm. You may be going too fast and moving too fast. Um, Certain things that you may have thought were for you may not be for you, Mm. you know? And sometimes it really takes self-evaluation and reflecting. Um, But definitely after that moment of staying still, you have to push yourself to and check yourself to stay on a positive note. Do not dwell in the negativity that may be coming your way or may have come your way. Um, I know it's easier said than done with keeping a a positive mindset and all that. Um, But you really, really have to force yourself to like, okay, listen, Joey, what are you going to do better? You know, what could be for you? What what good is going for you right now? You know, you woke up this morning. You mm-hmm. know, you're able to eat. You're able to eat some cereal, <laughs> <laughs> and you got your lights on. You know, right? Like, really take a step back. Think of what's good for you in the moment. Think of what can be good for you. Think of what you what you want to reach, and um, just reevaluate. Take a step back rework things and take your time to don't try to rush things Mm -hmm. because people think they have these time limits that they have to make um you you know people think they have to be a certain place by a certain age and in all reality we know we all have our own time spans to work through things so yeah, I don't know if I got a little off track or not. But no, <laughs> no, that was perfect. Because I need to get sidetracked. No, that was perfect, ladies. As she said, it's okay to take a step back and reevaluate, but at the same time, do not get stuck. With, with what she said don't get stuck you know don't dwell in that failure don't dwell and say oh god you know this is the opportunity that I really wanted I didn't get it so now there's nothing left for me no that's just a sign for from God to tell you to level up and keep going you know exactly. work harder what can you do better just as I was saying what can you do better what can you do to be better you know sometimes failures are meant 
Okay, everything is ordained, is already set in stone. Um, literally, we are just going through life. You know, we're going through the phases. What makes your story twang? Okay, what is your twang? Okay, think about that. Um, <laughs> think about that with everything that you go through, whether it's good or it's bad. Just look at it as a building block to your story. So, thank you so much, Joey, for dropping those gems, and thank you of so course. much for sharing your journey and your story on our podcast. And it's always amazing collaborating with you thank you thank you you're so I really, I really appreciate it because this is a topic I need to get off my chest and talk about anyway so oh yes, yes yes okay okay perfect timing Definitely. so what's what actually what's next for your brand before you go what's next for your brand um I will say right now I'm just going with the flow mm-hmm. I really am just you know Letting, I'm manifesting my my blessings and what I want and working towards them, but I'm also letting them come to me. I'm not pushing towards them too hard, if that makes sense. So, yes. um, yeah, I'm going with the flow right now. I am working with some amazing people that I look up to, so I'm just really excited for that to come to light Ooh. once you know things are done and you know I'm really just trying to enjoy um I am working on new marketing tools and things and newer things for my brand and for my clients um yeah so you know not too much but it is something Yes. Well, I wish you nothing but the best. I wish nothing but positivity and um, learning on your journey um, and everything else that there is. Um, Like I said, you're so amazing. You're so inspiring to not only the girls here, but a lot of different girls throughout the country. And just keep being Joey, keep being you, keep, you know, doing amazing things and keep going viral. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're so welcome. Um, where could the ladies of Lynn find you on social media platforms? Yes. So I'm mainly on Instagram and Twitter. You guys can follow me and it's the same at name for both. It's at the T H E golden G O L D N nug and U G. And that's all together. Yeah, so ladies, go ahead and follow her. Um, she has the most amazing content, um, pun intended, for our workshop this weekend. Um, she has the most amazing content ever, and she's super funny. <laughs> you hear she's hilarious on here. She's even funnier on social media, so go ahead and follow her and book her for your next appointment, please. Um, yes. She beat my face one time, and I was like, oh, my skin looks like silk. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> but thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the Womanland Podcast. You guys can listen to us on on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, whatever podcast platform there is, we are now on. And I just want to shout out um, the person who made our beats. As you guys heard it, we now have an intro beat. So thank you so much at Only One Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you ever need a beat made, ladies, you can hit him up. Even males, if you listen to this podcast, you can hit him up. I literally didn't even have to tell him anything. He sent me this beat and I was like, this is the one. And listen, that is client telepathy right there. If you <laughs> never tell the person who's making you something, if you don't tell them anything and they, they hit you with fire, imagine what your, your product will be when you tell them what you want. So ladies, go ahead 
ahead and hit him up for all of your beat needs and so on and so forth. And yeah, you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest. So peace, ladies. Have a great weekend. Bye.